Star Wars, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Sound of Music. In the tradition of these great films about fighting back against the odds, 20th Century Fox presents another milestone in motion picture history. Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! Nerds. Nerds. Nerds! What is a nerd? <laughs> They've been laughed at. Picked on. There's a roommate, pal! And put down. I'm not kissing a nerd. They don't have the moves. Or the muscle. You know karate? I know. Good. But they've got the brains. I know what we're gonna do. It's time for the odd <laughs> to get even. Their action tonight demands an immediate retaliation. How many cameras do we have left? This should do it. Oh, here she comes. Go out, go out. Oh, no. Oh. That nerd saw me naked. Oh, oh, oh. Nerd. Are all nerds as good as you? Revenge of the nerds. Their time has come. I drink to that. Alright everyone, well welcome to um, our first movie review podcast. If you couldn't guess, uh, the movie that we're reviewing today is going to be Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, this was a movie that released back in 1984. Um, something that we grew up watching and definitely picking it up at the VHS. I think when this came out, I, I actually lived in Germany at the time before I heard about it and neighbor across the hall from us had a huge VHS collection, so that's how we got to watch it, but um, as you can tell from the trailer, the I guess the premise of the movie is really uh, these freshmen are on campus and uh, they get kicked out of their housing uh, because uh, this big uh, fraternity needed a place fraternity, to live. The football team. Yeah. yeah, they burned down their house and uh, they and the were, nerds take it in the shorts. <laughs> for the most part yeah and uh it really becomes the nerds versus the jocks as the nerds try to find their place uh within the the campus community and um it really ensues from there um i mean uh what are you what are your what are your thoughts really on the movie well uh like pj hello everyone <laughs> this is kenneth anyways uh I uh, grew up, so we didn't have a VHS. We weren't, we didn't have that kind of money, VHS money. We had a Betamax because that's what lost the VHS war. So uh, I guess we got a hand-me-down Betamax that somebody didn't want. And we had, uh, we had three things. We had Indiana Jones. We had uh, Eddie Murphy Delirious. And we had Revenge of the Nerds. So uh, my mom, God bless her, she didn't understand what Revenge of the Nerds was. So she just thought it was a movie that my brother and I could watch. So as a six-year-old, I grew up watching this movie literally every morning before school. My brother and I would watch it. And uh, I love it. And for me, it held up just because it brought back, I guess, you know, a lot of nostalgia, a lot of memories of growing up and my brother and I just cracking up laughing at this movie. And the 80s were good. They didn't care about... um, they didn't, they didn't care about uh, making uh, insensitive jokes or <laughs> any of those stupid 80 things, but it all works in this movie for me. It's definitely... I think that's one of the things, going back and, and, and reviewing some of these movies and watching them again, it's more or less... It's... Um, one thing I found is, like, like watching this movie, I, like I said, I think it holds up great as well. Um, 
I, I could say, you know, being a little kid and watching this and, you know, neither of my parents went to college, so I had no idea about what fraternity life was and all that. So it was a, a an inter- interesting view into it. Uh, definitely, I know it, there's been some controversy over it within the, you know, in the past few years with, you know... A few of the scenes as far as like the panty raid and the panty raid <laughs> and the um and the I guess the the moon scene. Yeah. Um there and then as far as like the moon pies as well. Yeah. So obviously those things, you know, you look at it now, especially with you being a parent and having, having a daughter, I guess, but I think you, you have to always think of the context of it and I think those things could probably be removed from it and actually it'd still be great. Um, some of the best scenes I think is for me watching this movie is one where they bring over uh, the chairman for the Lambda Lambda fraternity yes. <laughs> to see their party. Yes. And one of the best parts of it, I was, I, when they, uh, part. they're sitting there and everybody's bored and they're playing, I think Michael Jackson's playing and they go over and they're like, I, I, I don't think, I don't think so-and-so is like, you know, what was his name? It's Dean? a UN Jefferson. UN Jefferson. He, he was, was played by Bernie Casey. Yeah, he was. Um, he was. Um, He's like, I don't think UN Jefferson's yeah. having fun here. And like, yeah. you put on some music that yeah, maybe he'll sw- like, like swing low, yeah, Jerry, and I'm all like swing low. And they start looking at each other. And I'm like, okay. And then, then the other guy comes like the one the one black guy yeah. he's like I'm sorry about this I'm sorry about these guys and he puts back it. on some like Michael Jackson or some other uh, yeah some other song that was hot at the time that was funny so that was one of my favorite scenes and then later on in the party how they started getting into it obviously he got a little you know a little intoxicated and then you see UN and in, in his uh his, uh, I guess the what is his number two there yeah he starts little, dancing to Michael yeah, yeah. Jackson about breaking it down um Another one of them that I really liked in this movie was just the um, the whole competition part. Um, yeah, the games, the Olympic yeah. games at the end. And one time, every time I'm watching this, I'm like sitting there thinking, I was like, is there really a pill out there that you can take that will not let you get intoxicated? Yeah. I was like, oh, just take it. It counteracts all alcohol effects. I'm like, does that really exist? And then the other part of me is all like, why would you want to take it? But I guess if the goal is to win. The goal is to win, yeah, you would Yeah, need, but yeah. outside that, I mean, if you could give me a pill that just doesn't give me a hangover, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, right. Was, I do like that scene. I think that's the part, being a kid, a lot of that I didn't understand, and that's probably a reason why, that's probably I need to visit a psychiatrist to talk about my childhood, because this is probably one of the reasons I'm so messed up now, <laughs> is watching this movie as a six-year-old, and knowing it verbatim and whatnot. But, um... Yeah, it's, man. I just I, I like the competition part. I think um, growing up as a kid watching it and not understanding a lot of the other parts, you're kind of understanding, but not you know being too young for it. Yeah. Just that part at the end, I was like, oh yeah, it's you know it's all goes back to like my love of sports or just yeah. competition in general. It doesn't matter if you're playing chess or whatnot. Just you want to win. So watching that scene. Even even when I rewatched it, I did stand up and I put my fist and I was like, "Yeah, go!" <laughs> when he's going, it's like, <laughs> and they're playing this stupid music. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the music. Oh, right like now, the chariots little, of fire. Or something yeah, whatever like that. it is, is going around and yeah. just watching him pulling that stupid tricycle. Man, <laughs> it was so funny and it brought back so many happy memories. And then of course they win the whole thing at the end with the that concert like that was the best performance like I, I you know watching like how some of the other fraternities and all that um, it was they, definitely the best performance and uh, 
I sang it verbatim <laughs> when it came on. I watched it with my son. He's older now. He's a teenager now. So I let him watch it. And uh, he looked at me and he was like, dang. And I was like, dude, I knew every lyric. I still had it. I just need the music. Yeah. So, oh, I loved it. That was definitely one other scene that that kind of stood out to me, and I think it's relevant to today and just how things have been going, especially lately. It's all like the whole power grab because if you've never seen the movie, the the whole premise of this competition here, there's there's different events, and the winner, the fraternity and sorority that wins the event, they are now uh, basically the governing party over the inner fraternity council, so they get to basically call all the shots, and obviously the the jocks the the alpha betas are the alpha betas are the um the are the ones running it yeah they're they running the control. show and there's that scene where they're like we can't let the nerds like take control and yeah. it's kind of like you relate to today just seeing what everything is in politics it's like yeah. they're afraid of getting pushed out when they yeah. don't realize these people just want to be part of yeah. you know what they're doing they're not trying to take over and everything exactly. so but i thought that was pretty interesting but one thing I also find just um, well, one interesting fact that I was looking at there. Um, what is it? Um, uh, Lewis Robert Gardine's character. So him and John Goodman. So I was I was sitting there watching. I was like, there's like a scene, and I was like, God, man, he looks so old. Like he's like he's all hairy and stuff, and I'm all like. So then I started looking at these characters. Him and John Goodman are one year apart, and John Goodman's playing the football coach. I didn't realize Who's that. Who is that? Lewis. Oh, Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I didn't realize, I didn't realize that either. How, the, how yeah. old they, how close they were in age. So, I mean, if you've never seen the movie, the two biggest probably characters you're gonna know is John Goodman plays the you know the husband okay. and Roseanne, and then there's Anthony Edwards. He was you know ER. ER. He's yeah. Goose. You yeah, know, Goose. Top Gun. You can't you can't miss it. So those are the two main actors that really have. Uh, come out of that. There's, There's also a, yeah. Ted McGinley. If you watched Married with Children, he was the yeah. neighbor. Uh, that that uh, ogre. Really? Ogre was in a. He was in a. What was that? Oh my gosh! He was in a bunch of uh, just a bunch of '80s movies. Now I can't think of it. I'm gonna have to go back and look. Yeah. But his name is Donald Gibb. That's the actor's name. Yeah, and then the um, what was it? Um, Anthony Edwards Gilbert's uh, the girl he meets and becomes his girlfriend. I didn't realize she's also the the lead Judy? lady in um, Real Genius. Ah, the one that likes the the genius yeah. little boy. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize person. that either. That's another movie we'll we'll also be reviewing sometime in the future. So, um, but yeah, just kind of seeing, and that's one big thing with like all these '80s movies. It's like there's like a handful of actors that just are within a lot of these movies, but. Um, Something I found interesting also about this movie. Um, so Alpha Betas and Lambda Lambda Lambda, they're not real fraternities, or at least they weren't at the time. Okay. There is now a Lambda Lambda fraternity. Lambda Lambda Lambda, the Tri-Lambs. Um, it was actually created in 2006 at the University of Connecticut. That's funny. And it was created in honor of the movie of the Lambda Lambda Lambda. So it's like, it's one of the... It's, it's a it's a fraternity where there's there's a you know basically anybody's welcome they're they're not yeah um, they're not very picky as far as how I mean obviously you gotta you know be of good standards but uh, and that's another thing just going through this movie just watching it you know obviously when we watched it you know we were little kids you know like I said neither of my parents went to college so I knew nothing about fraternity life or anything yeah, like me that <laughs> but I can say 
there are a lot of similarities. So I know, yeah. like, my freshman year of college, because that was one thing I was just watching. I was like, well, how relevant is this to real college life? Right, yeah. And, you know, I my bet. freshman year, my roommate pledged a fraternity. He was, um, his dad was a legacy, meaning he was um, in that fraternity as well when he was in college. So I kind of got to tag along a little bit. Um, there's a lot of, and it really depends on the type of fraternity. Like you go to college, there's the traditional white fraternities, and then you have the black fraternities or minority fraternities. Right. And it's at least where I went to school is very different. Um, but there's a lot of similarities as far as like the parties and things that were going on. There were some pretty wild parties I got to go yeah. to, and and some of that stuff is is pretty wild. I don't. I wouldn't say it's to the level of them burning down the houses and. Yeah. Panty raids and things like that. Yeah, the house. (laughs) Yeah, the panty raids and all that stuff. That was definitely not going to happen because, like, the sorority houses are on lockdown. Yeah, and you're not getting into those suckers. They're they're like a prison. (laughs) So, so you're definitely not getting in there. But it was definitely interesting to see um, just how how that kind of relating it back. There is a lot of similarities to. I didn't go to a major college or anything. I went to a community college, but the only reason growing up that I ever wanted to go to college is because I wanted the parties and the panty raids that I saw. I was like, if that's what college is, I can totally ace it. I can make it. But uh, And for a lot of people, that's what it is about. I mean, a lot of people, um, and, and fraternities, and there's different types of fraternities. There's the social fraternities, you know. I actually pledged a fraternity as a minority fraternity, um, and it's very different. You know, they're much smaller. They don't have houses like the money that you see yeah. get pumped into these. Like the right. fraternity, my my roommate freshman year pledged. I mean, and it's been twenty years now, but geez, these are like huge mansions. Like you mm-hmm. know, where like you got a hundred people yeah. living in there. And here in the last ten years, I mean, I go back, you know, for football games and stuff, and almost all of the houses have been demolished and completely rebuilt so they're all like brand new and stuff like that yeah i remember when we went to that game last yeah. year or whatever and those houses were sweet i was like dang those are badass yeah they're nice you know yeah. but you know my experience you know i got to see it through him and, and a lot of that stuff does go on i mean they party yeah. hard when i pledged the fraternity you know I, I waited too long yeah um but it was it was definitely a different experience but they do regardless they do focus on you know you got to keep up your grades and all that but there's definitely a lot of similarities yeah. that I could see growing up in that life. And that's one thing I, 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 or, you know, relating back to the movie and then what I saw when I went through college. And that's one thing I saw, like, when I watch these movies as we go back, you know, was that really what college life was was like? And, and there's there's a lot of truth to it, you know? So... I so bet, I mean... 20 years ago there was. <laughs> I can't yeah, say Yeah, especially, now. yeah, yeah. 80s were a crazy time, I think. I'm pretty sure that the movie was made because of a lot of things you saw in there were because of experiences of whoever with the writer or whatever input they got from people. So, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of truth behind it. I mean, like what you're saying, but a lot of the stuff we saw in there, there probably was a panty raid at some point at some <laughs> university and somebody... Way back when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you can get away with whatever you want to do. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, just even speaking on that, so you want to speak on just, like, how how different the 80s were in movie making, like... The, the racist things you could say, the uh, oh, yeah. the I jokes mean, you could make that, I mean, and some of them are funny, you know, us being both minorities, some of them are funny, but it's just crazy, the, mo- the more 80s movies I go back and watch it, I'm just like, wow, we can do whatever, and it was 
for some reason, it didn't matter what the movie had to do with, they could always fit nudity, full frontal nudity into yeah. an 80s movie. Like, hey, what's this movie need? Just put a naked girl right there, real yeah. quick, just running across the screen. Like, every movie. There's always the nudity part. There's <laughs> always the, you know, you gotta have the token black guy. Mm-hmm. They always had that. And then, you know, whenever you needed something, like, taken care of, or, you know, like, you needed protection... You brought in the black guys. That's it. And that happens at the end, of this, movie. At the end of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, you know, they're about to, you know, you know, whoop up on the on the on the nerds at the end of the movie and you know so if if you one thing about the, the, the fraternity that they start at this university, so and this is how it does work, you know, you, you can start a fraternity at every university. Not yeah. every fraternity is at every university. Right. So you have like this initiating class. So they go through this initiation process. Um but the fraternity that they they basically they got accepted to basically through a loophole because they didn't want to you know the fraternity actually mm-hmm. didn't want to actually accept them um it's actually a black fraternity yeah so. they didn't want to which <laughs> nerds so yeah so so yeah i mean that is like token of the 80s it's you know it's very cheesy throwing the naked girl you know you got have the token black guy uh, there's a lot of misogynism in it. They um, have the head coach that over yells and over cusses, and that's uh that's a pretty much a staple of every '80s movies as yeah. well. You always had the guy that had to run hot and yell all the time. Yeah. So, um, I will say that okay. So this movie, it's a funny movie. It's got a bunch of goofy things. It's one of the things I love about a lot of the movies from the '80s. Is just the little quirky things, just the stupid things. Yeah. Uh. Like, my son and I are watching, and, and they're driving to the college, right? To Adam's College. They're on their way, and everybody's honking. You hear all these honking. You don't see them. You just see them talking in the car, all three of them. It's yeah. the dad and uh, Lewis and uh, Gilbert, and they're driving, and they're on their way to college, and they're excited. And they're, he's like, you're going to have the time of your life? And they're talking. You hear all this cussing and yelling. You're like, what is that? And then once they pan out... They're going like 35 miles an hour on the highway in California, you know, and everybody's, you know, they're causing traffic, so everybody's cussing and going by, so you kind of giggle at that, and then they get there, and he didn't just bring a suitcase or a bin or anything, they brought like a, a chest that comes out of a, you know, a 1700s Spanish ship full of gold, you know, and it, so you got these two guys, they didn't park anywhere close to where they needed to be, that's, it's frustrating me my whole life every time I watch you this movie what? I'm like why didn't you park right where you needed to park like they go they walk past the couple making out they're like they almost yeah. decapitate them they stay you know it's just it's so funny and it's so dumb but those are the little things that made me laugh as a kid and it's funny like I said I'm watching it with my son you know yeah. he's almost 16 and he um he I look over at all the parts that made me laugh, and he was kind of laughing at yeah. it, you know, or cracking up at the parts, and I was like, good, they hold up for his generation too, because yeah. that's funny. <laughs> like it's funny you bring up the whole chest. I have one. <laughs> I had it when I was a kid. I kept it, and I'm pretty sure I took it to college with me. <laughs> and you know what's even worse? It's in that closet right behind you. Nice. <laughs> Well, if it fits in this closet, it's not nearly as big no, as the one in it that was in that either. door. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one that they had was so dumb. It was so ridiculous that they decided to carry that, and that was just one of those. Yeah. The other guy, so one brought a robot to put together, and yes. the other one brought a chest. So yes, they had basically a butler. So it was the robot. If you think, if you remember when Nintendo first came out, the NES, they had that little robot. Yeah, think of one like. 10 times bigger and that's what it was and I just remember it was serving drinks at the party yeah. and all this and that but you, these guys are you know 
And, and the funny thing is, is like these are the guys that came up with like Yahoo, Google, Apple, Microsoft. Yeah, these are all. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you laugh at it now, and it's just like okay. But yeah, I think you're right. I mean, there's all these little moments. I think that's one good thing about '80s movies as well is they 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 focus on all these little quirks and things uh, that happen in real life, and it, it doesn't you know they don't take themselves too seriously um, with it. So. And like you said, you know, watching it with your son, it, it holds up. I think if I were to watch it with, you know, even some people our age, they'd probably be like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, just growing up with that stuff, you know, it, it just, it was a good release. And and I think, you know, again, when you look at movies and you go back, you have, mem- right, everything ties to something. So you have memories of when you were watching what you were doing and the first time you saw something like you know, it was the first time you saw something like that and it was funny it was different so you you hang on to those uh to those you know moments and and, and memories so i think that that helps with when you go back and review it but i like i said i did i did like that he laughed at a lot of the same points and even afterwards some of the stuff you know he would bring up little things about it and i was just like yeah that was funny you know <laughs> there's always something quotable you know so um like one good one fun fact though is uh, Seth MacFarlane. So he's working on a reboot for this. Nice. So I don't know how that's gonna go. I'm, I don't know how they can do it to keep it PC in today's culture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I know they're 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 not doing a remake. They're doing a reboot. So it's gonna be a little bit different, which is probably a good thing because a lot of these movies when they try to redo them and all yeah, that, you know, yeah. like. I remember when I saw, like, Footloose, the remake of it, I was like, this is horrible. Yeah, I think I made it through halfway through that. And, or not even, even halfway. That not even halfway. No, I'm just, I think I watched a couple, I was like, this sucks so yeah. bad. I'm all like, <laughs> you know, yeah. Exactly. But I'm going to admit, I, I enjoy Footloose, but anyways, we're not talking about Footloose, but... Um, yeah, I think it's just a... Uh, as so far think, as me. Yeah, so I guess... What else can we talk about? The... Just the way the nerds got back, you know, they're not as strong. They didn't have the power, but in each one of these things, just like we said, the panty raid. Okay, so they kicked them out of their living quarters. They did all these things to them. They set them up. They made them look like idiots. So they're like, all right, you know, and they went and did the panty raid. They snuck in. They put secret cameras. They stayed up all night. Whatever, blah blah. Then they went and um, they got back at the jocks by putting liquid heat (laughs) in their jock straps. Which, as a kid, that cracked me up and. I laughed this time, and my son laughed out loud, because when you see their faces, like, all the actors, they really did do a good job, because they had liquid heat put in their jock straps. the coach is giving them a pep talk, and they're like, yeah, 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 and then little by little, you see them all start squirming, and then all, they all kind of start scratching one by one, and then they're ripping off their pants by the end of it, and they're screaming, and they're the going nuts. getting thrown out, like, yeah, oh, but just, gone. their face, their faces were, they sold it really well, you know, and they were screaming, and just... Yeah. It was just a really, really funny scene, and uh, just, I don't know, man. I love all I love all the things about this movie. This this movie held up, and it's actually way funnier than damn near seventy percent of the movies I see now. They're supposed to be comedies, and I'm like, that sucked. That wasn't that funny at all. Yeah. You know, I think it's I think a good point you bring up is just how how creative they are and thinking outside the box on getting back because. I think that leads into like how I was talking about like a lot of these guys. That's how they, you know, they're the founders of all these IT companies. And why are they? Because they thought outside the box. Exactly. So I think it's it's there's a lot of good things you could take from the movie. You know, it's gonna have its critics and all that, but you know, I think it holds up. uh, Yeah, I didn't look it up. We'll see. I don't know if on IMDb if it gave it. uh, 
what the rating was. I wonder. Yeah, let's take a look here. Oh, I got a 6.6 out of 10. But you know what? But I'll go, hold on, let's look up. We'll go look through some of the reviews here real quick and see. I will say, if you do have HBO or HBO Max, it is available through there. So if you're, not any plug for anything, but if you're at the Trying time to find it on which streaming service has it. That's <laughs> yeah, where you don't have to pay for it. I mean, obviously, there's always ways of getting around it, I guess you could say. So, but there are sequels to it. You know, there's Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise, Nerds I think it Paradise. was. I watched that one, and I enjoyed that one as a youngin' too. Yeah. I pretty much quit there. I think Revenge of the Nerds 3, 4, there might be like five of them, but the only ones I, I really count are the first two, because that was all the same actors, basically, in the first two. Yeah, I think there was even, like, they almost tried to do, like, a TV series back, like, about yeah. 15 years ago, like, yeah. on TBS or something. Yeah. But... I would say just stick with you know the first one, Revenge of the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds Two, Nerds in Paradise. Um, so I'm looking right now. Just sorry to cut you off, but I'm looking right now at just people's reviews on IMDb. Even though it got a six point six, the first one I'm looking at is nine out of ten. The next one nine out of ten, seven out of ten, yeah. ten out of ten, ten out of ten, eight out of ten, six out of ten, seven out of ten. So it's like all these people. It got a low rating, but all the ones it's pulling back right now that I'm scrolling, I haven't seen anything under a six. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just a great movie. So I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. But you know, you got a weekend where maybe you're stuck in in the house with a monsoon like we've been for the past month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't really do nothing. Exactly. Just remember, it's a uh, rated R. So uh, it's not family friendly. It's not so. family friendly. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna let your kids watch it, make sure they're a little older because. Yeah. Uh, there is full frontal nudity, there's sexual innuendos, yeah. there's a bunch of drug use <laughs> and drinking, there's panty raids, there's drunk it's, it's, races. It's not, you know, like, you know, back in the 80s when we were growing up as little kids where we were just left at home alone and we could basically do whatever Like we I'm wanted. saying, man, I watched this movie every day before first grade, before the bus picked us up. I would eat cereal and watch this with my brother and just laugh and didn't think anything wrong with it until my mom walked in. And her broken English at the time. She was still learning English. And she started to understand English. And she saw that movie. And she saw the nakedness. And she heard the words. And she beat me and my brother with a sandal. And took the movie and broke it. And threw it in the trash. And that's the last time we watched it. <laughs> until it came on TV. Yeah. And until it would be like on HBO. We're like, yes, it's on. We can watch it. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, anything else we want to add for this? No, I think that's it. Um, you know, this is our this is our first one. We'll get better at it. We'll we'll keep working, but uh, I think we're gonna start doing these. These are more fun. It's it's fun to to reminisce and just go review movies. And they won't always be '80s movies. Maybe we'll try some, you know, whatever big ones or whatever's out, you know. But uh, and we're setting up our Twitter handle handle. And um, if you want, like, if you have any movies that you want us to check out or that you reminisce on. Definitely share it out there, you know. Yeah, we all have different experiences. Grew up in different places, so me being a young Puerto Rican guy, you know, I grew up with a bunch of different movies than maybe uh, PJ did or, you know, that you did. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and there may be stuff we did, we missed, you know. I know growing up in Oklahoma, I, there were a few movies that were banned in Oklahoma. Oh, wow. I had a neighbor that had to go leave the state to go see South Central. Wow. <laughs> so, but, yeah, definitely, like, like, uh, like Kenneth said, you know, we're looking forward to doing more of these. We'll have other episodes where not necessarily movie reviews, but yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll do a, a TV show review. Maybe we'll <laughs> break down a TV show or something. I don't know. 
Dude, Wonder Years, it's coming back. Is it? But it's a, from a whole different perspective. Okay. But I remember watching Wonder Years. I was like, I love that show. I just watched it for Winnie. Yeah, that that's good. That's the only reason any of us watched it is for Winnie. Winnie Cooper. I but, love you. <laughs> but yeah, maybe we'll do some shows. Um, but yeah, that actually another one, a new one yeah, comes out this fall. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, something something like that. Yeah, there's definitely a ton of stuff we can watch. There's a ton of shows that I've watched that I quit halfway through because I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe well. we can do a a list of a. Uh, Shows that we like, a top ten list of shows we like, and a bottom ten or something like that. <laughs> I think if I did a bottom ten, it'd be more recent shows, because, yeah, they're, they're yeah. putting so much out right now. Yeah, but for sure. Anyways, again, look for more from us. We'll, we'll get out the information on our Twitter handle. If you have any comments, any suggestions, leave them out there for us. But Yeah, we really don't know what we're doing with any of this, so whatever suggestions you got, throw them our way, and we'll... Uh, We'll see what we can do. <laughs> this is only episode two, so give us a break. <laughs> All right. Audi 5000. Audi 5000, G.